What the hell's going on, folks? And welcome back to episode 8 of the Bustin' Bubbles Outdoors podcast. Uh, so, this episode here is going to be talking about getting ready, getting ramped up for teal season. You know, uh, teal season starts here in uh, the eastern zone of Kansas on Saturday. And I am fucking stoked. I mean, I got the itch, man, something serious. I feel like a damn meth head out here fiending, itching for these birds, you know. Uh, really ain't been doing a whole lot since the last time you heard from me. Uh, just been doing some research on some different upcoming episodes and getting things ready. Uh, sorry if y'all hear my dogs in the background. I got them in here with me today. Uh, but we've been doing research and whatnot and figuring out what i'm gonna be doing in my next couple of episodes and i think y'all will be y'all enjoy them fairly well uh today's tuesday i've been uh, we've been on vacation this past weekend we went down to alabama and spent some time with my old lady's family uh from thursday till yesterday we just got back into town last night about eight o'clock somewhere in there and uh it was a good time. I tell you, we got down there and hung out, ate a bunch of damn good food, got shit house drunk Saturday. I can't, I can't say it was a bad vacation, not one bit. It was much needed. Very nice to have several days off work like that. I ain't, I ain't took no long vacation like that in a while, and to stretch it out over the uh, Labor Day weekend was nice. You know, it was. It was a long-ass drive down there and a long-ass drive back, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. We we got down there, we made the drive, and we had a damn good time while we were there. So, let's jump right into this shit here, uh, shall we? So, you know, getting ready for teal season, like I say, I'm about to start scouting. I'm going to go scouting here this afternoon, uh, see if we got water, see if we got birds in the area that I'm wanting to hunt. If we don't, then come tomorrow after work, I'm probably going to be scouting more. I'm hoping, you know, the biggest thing today is I find a couple of holes with water in them down around where I want to hunt. Um, I know there's a big lake down there that will have water, but will it have birds? That's the question. I've only seen a handful of puddle ducks down there before. I've seen a fuck ton of divers. I actually shot my last bluebill out there last year, so... If we ain't got no water in my plan A, then hopefully they'll probably be my plan B uh, as long as there's birds there, which I'm hearing they've already got teal down there in Texas. So if they've got teal down there, we should have teal here. I know we're in the middle of a heat wave right now, it seems like, uh, again. And I actually saw that on Saturday, I believe, you know, going exiting the week, we're supposed to have some pretty decent weather here. Uh, you know, today we've got, oh shit, today we got 95, tomorrow 82, 85, 85 Friday, 85 Saturday with a low of uh, 61, 64. So it looks like today is going to be the last day of the just miserable ass hot heat. Um, so hopefully, hopefully we'll have these birds in here, you know, hopefully today when I go scouting and then hopefully uh, this weekend we'll have these birds in here ready to get beat on son you know what i'm talking about um also getting ready i'm about to start blowing calls again I've, I've blew calls a little bit over the summer but i ain't blowing a whole lot you know normally over the summertime it's about every day i'm banging on these fucking calls and just blowing the fuck out of them but i ain't really been doing that a whole lot this summer so uh probably this week i'm gonna really really start blowing them again 
Um, there's a few things that I'd like to work on. I know on a couple of my calls that I, I really should work on um, just to get better, get a better sound, whatnot. So doing that and then um, as of right now, I've got rod and reels in the back of my truck. Um, a frog gig and all my tackle boxes and shit on the inside of my cab. I've got to get all that out. And then this weekend, well probably later on this week, Thursday or Friday, probably Thursday, I'm going to uh, carry all my teal decoys and my sled up there to work. And I'm going to hit all that shit with the pressure washer just to make sure it's good and cleaned up, good and ready. Um, and then change this firing pin in my shotgun, which I have not got around to doing yet. Oops. Uh, and I also have to figure out putting a plug in my granddad's old humpback shotgun because I think uh, me and Matt Smith are going to be shooting old school shotguns on Saturday with uh, some of this boss. If I can't get a plug in it or whatever, then it's just going to be in me and old Mossberg Maverick again, which it ain't no problem with that because, hell, I love that shotgun. I've beat the absolute fuck out of that shotgun since 2016, and it ain't never done me wrong. So, uh, it is what it is. You know, like I say, it's been hotter than a motherfucker here um, for, seems like, several weeks. We'll have a couple of weeks where it's just fucking measurable ass hot. And then we'll have a good week where it cools off, it seems like. We'll have lows in the 60s, highs in the 80s, something like that. But for the most part, it's been 90-something for I don't know how many fucking days. I'm um, hoping, just fingers crossed, hoping we got water where I want to be hunting at this weekend. And then, you know, mainly right now I'm going to start talking about scouting for ducks, scouting for early teal season. What am I looking at? What am I looking for? You know, what kind of areas am I going to to scout? Which it'll pr pretty much be, should be the same across the board for about everybody unless you're hunting uh, places with a lot of timber, uh, a lot of different stuff. But I know out here in Kansas, I'm hunting mainly marsh right now. Um, grassy marsh, stuff like that. So I'm just going to get into that and I'm going to talk about what I'm looking for scouting and how I'm scouting and stuff like that so you know obviously this time of year it don't matter where the fuck you are you want to be looking for water water is the main thing you want to be looking for this time of year especially when you've been going through just heat wave after heat wave after heat wave find water if you can find water there's a good chance you're gonna find birds and you know even even for me last year it seemed uh, I found water in a few places, and that one place I went, I went way down south, probably two or three weeks before uh, opening day of teal season, and I found good water, but there wasn't no birds there yet, and I wasn't paying no attention to what they were saying coming out of Texas or Louisiana or wherever the fuck. All I knew was there was water, and that's what I was looking for, because I know if we got water, then on opening day, we're probably going to have birds, because even if we're not getting huge pushes of migrations down south just yet or whatever from the Dakotas or the uh, Saskatchewan prairie potholes. I know that we'll have calendar birds. You know, them birds that come through every year, they're going to be here. So uh, I found water and then I went to the main place that I wanted to hunt and I found even more water, which it wasn't a whole lot of water out there. It was, it was enough for me and another guy though. And we did pretty good that weekend. We burned them down that weekend. So, uh, 
you know, I found the water, like I say, and then I found the birds. We went out the day before, or the weekend before opening day, trying to dove hunt down there, mainly trying to scout, you know. And I think I saw probably 10, 12 birds down there. And it wasn't nothing to, oh, fuck, there's a whole lot of birds or whatever. But it was it was enough to, hey, you know, this will this will be a good spot. There's birds here. I know there's birds here. I'm not going to go back where I found a bunch of water where I don't know if there's birds or not when I know they're right here. You know, it's kind of like fishing. You always hear folks talk about fishing. If you watch a lot of pro fishing or whatever, you'll hear folks talk about you don't leave fish to find fish. Well, I'm not leaving ducks to find ducks, you know what I mean? Unless I just burn them down on this hole day after day after day, I'll give that hole a rest. But on public land, it's a good chance that if I give that hole a rest, somebody else is going to be in that hole beating them down the same way I was. So it is what it is. Um, I'm not, if it's a roost, I'm not going to hunt the roost. Unless I absolutely have to. If there's just nowhere else for me to hunt and I find where they're roosting at, then sure, I'll hunt the roost. But that's like worst case scenario. I don't, I'm not big on hunting roost. I've seen guys that like hunting the roost. I personally don't like hunting the roost. So you do what you want, but I'm just talking about me. I don't like hunting the roost because that puts a whole lot more pressure on birds than they need to have or than that needs to be on them. But last year, actually, I found a roost on uh, the weekend before youth season, and I carried a kid out there hunting, going to hunt right across the highway from this place and this other marsh, thinking these birds are going to get up off the roost and they're going to come flying around these other marshes and stuff. That ended up not happening because, unbeknownst to me, there was like 800 fucking people hunting that roost pond that morning. It wasn't really 800, but there's probably 30, 40 trucks in the parking lot, you know. So... I'm not hunting roost. Y'all hunt roost. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm not hunting roost. I don't really like it. So the main thing, you know, find water. You find probably ducks most of the time. And then you got to find what are the ducks eating. You know what I mean? Look for what these ducks want to eat. Uh, main things I'm looking for when I'm looking for early teal season especially. Uh, I'm looking for grass. And I'm looking for, uh, oh, some bitch. What are they called? Grass and invertebrates. You know, uh, I'm looking for duckweed, leafy plants, smartweed, wild celery, uh, barnyard grass. So I'm just going to go through this and give y'all a little description if you don't know what you're looking at or whatever from research that I've done and things that I've seen and uh, just talk about this a little bit. So, you know, smartweed, it grows a pink flower in the summertime. It can be found anywhere from man-made lakes to cattle ponds. Uh, it seems like you find a good bit of smartweed, you're going to find birds. It holds about the same grass, the same gross energy for a duck as corn, and its gross energy is higher than milo. Alright, so now I'm going to go into barnyard grass, more commonly known as millet. Commonly grows along with patches of smartweed, so that means you'll also find it in a lot of wetland areas. Uh, it provides good cover and is very nutrient rich. While it while it isn't the same as smartweed for gross energy, it still makes for great duck food. And they love that shit. It's fucking seedy. You know what I mean? They're going to eat the fuck out of it. Uh, duckweed. I'm sure everybody that listens... I'm sure everybody that listens to this has seen duckweed at some point or another in your life. You know, if you look at duckweed, it looks like a little round piece of grass pretty much. Or just a little round green thing floating in the water. Um, basically, it's a native free floating plant that can be found on the water surface and it's a bright vibrant green color 
You can recognize it by its flat oval shape, varying slightly between sixteenth of an inch and an eighth of an inch long, with a single root that dangles down below the surface. Uh, I mean, you know what duckweed is. Ducks love that shit. It's called duckweed for a reason, okay? And I tell you what, places with a lot of duckweed, I've always seen a lot of wood ducks and gadwall, some mergansers, you know, whatnot. But ducks are going to eat the fuck out of it regardless. So the invertebrates I'm looking for, dragonflies, snails, worms, crawdads, water bugs, grasshoppers and spiders, aquatic larvae such as catfish and mosquito larvae, and flies and maggots. Alright, I mean, they're going to eat this shit. They love this shit. It's nutrient rich. It's protein. You know, think about a long hard day after work. What do you want for supper? You want some protein, right? So what are you going to eat most of the time? You're going to eat something meaty. I would assume, unless you're some kind of vegan or something, which we ain't no vegans around these parts. I'm sure they some out there summers, but not in this fucking house. Um, anyways, you know, you're going to want something with sustenance, something meaty, like I say. So, just keep that in mind. You know, last year, early till season, uh, I was hunting a hole. Had a lot of mosquitoes around it. There was a lot of yellow jackets around it. Uh, and there was a good bit of crawdads. I was out there picking up decoys, and I didn't even know about the crawdads before the fact. You know, like I say, I just seen water, seen ducks. I said, oh, fuck, this is where I'm going to hunt. And there was a bunch of smart weed out there and whatnot. Uh, but I was out there one day moving decoys or picking decoys up after a hunt, something like that. And uh, hell, I looked down at my feet, and there's just crawdads swimming around. So if you find invertebrates, you're going to find ducks because it's a source of protein for ducks. You know, like I say... Your grass amounts to gross energy and your invertebrates a lot of times. It seems like it's protein. It's meat. So, obviously, they're going to be eating that. Um, I'm just going to go through. I got a little PowerPoint thing made up here on my phone I'm reading off of here. Uh, these are all things I'm looking for when scouting, especially before the ducks start coming in on the migration, you know. Uh you also want to look for places to hide, stuff that you can use to hide, like tree branches, down trees, uh, stuff you can use to cut to build a makeshift blind with. I mean, you don't always want to be carrying a goddamn A-frame out there through the fucking marsh at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, whenever the hell you're getting out there, right? It's hot, especially early till season. It's hotter than hell out there. You're going to be sweating like hell. There's mosquitoes. You know, you don't want to be carrying that shit. Plus, for me, I know... The way I do things when I carry an A-frame, it might be different from the way y'all do it. But for me, when I'm going out on public land carrying a fucking A-frame, I just don't like doing it. Because I got to go out, carry my sled with my decoys. I carry my sled with my decoys, my gun, all that good stuff. Go out, drop my decoys off, go back, throw everything I can for the A-frame in the sled. Alright? And then I'll put some on my back, throw the rest of it in the sled. And I still have to make two trips for the fucking rest of the blind, the whole blind, whatever. i just rather not do that. If I can get away with not carrying an A-frame somewhere, I'm going to not carry it. You feel what I'm saying? It's just a lot of times it's nonsense. So, you know, last year what I did there in early teal season, I'm out there, I'm looking around. Oh, well, there's a couple of small trees around here. Let me cut some of these branches off. I'm going to make me a little blind grass you know branches stuff like that stick it down in the mud just enough to hide you and another guy however many guys you're hunting with as long as you can hide you're gonna be all right because that's if you if you hide well you don't got half the battle all right 
a lot of folks I see out here, they don't hide worth the fuck. They want to sit out in the open and try to shoot ducks. Look, you standing out there in the open, you ain't going to shoot no fucking ducks. Just tell you plain and simple. It ain't going to happen, right? Uh, also, I don't know if y'all know this, but I'm going to go on, going off on a little tangent here. The way ducks' eyes work, a lot of time before shooting light or right at shooting light, it's still dark as shit, right? Well, these ducks, your camouflage a lot of time lets off a certain glare of like UV light in the, in the early morning hours like that. It lets off a UV glare. We can't see it, but the way the, the eye structure is on a duck, they can see that shit. So if a duck sees that shit, you ain't hiding good enough, you're fucked. You ain't shooting no birds, you know what I'm talking about? Um, so, go into this. One of the holes I killed most of my early season till on last year was full of submerged grass. Uh, like your hydrilla, stuff like that. Seedy grass. They're going to eat the seeds out of that grass. Uh, there was also a lot of smart weed and crawdads, like I said. They love that hole. Covered the fuck up in that hole, right? Um, I know that it seemed early till down south, it seemed like the birds would be there one day and go on the next. It don't seem... It don't seem to be the case here where I'm at. Uh, seems like we'll get these birds and they'll hang around. When I was scouting last year, the week before season, like I said, I found about 10, 12 birds. And the next week, they were abundant, Saturday through Monday. I hunted Saturday, Sunday, Monday. All right. And there was plenty of birds there all three days. Shot a two-man limit Saturday. I think we ended up killing, between two guys, we ended up killing five Sunday. And ended up killing four or five Monday. So, I mean, they were abundant. They was in that shit, you know, thick. Um, you know, the next weekend I went out and I killed more birds in that hole. I wasn't shooting limits, but I was shooting four or five birds. You know, I think I shot four birds one day, two birds the next. Whatever, you know, still a good hunt. Enough for me. I'm not out there to kill limits every time. I'm out there to have a good time. You know, if I kill a limit, great. If I just shoot a couple of ducks, awesome. If I just see these ducks come over my decoys working or whatever, that's even better. I love watching birds work. I love hearing them wings whistle. I love hearing the noises they make, you know. Um, anyways, some of the birds that we had, I'm sure had been around all week. Because it seemed like some of them was leery. You could tell some of them was fresh because they didn't really give a shit. But the leery birds, you could definitely tell, had been there for a good little minute. So, I've blown a couple of different teal calls here. Or not here, but... I've on a couple of different teal calls. I started out with the Duck Commander, uh, just teal call. I like it, whatever it's a teal call. But my favorite that I've been blowing is that uh, Sure Shot teal call. You know, I got it in the blue color. I, I love that thing. You know, it does. I can do it just the way. I can blow it just the way I want to blow it, make the sounds I want to make with it, and they respond well to that. Even in the early, the early first weekends of big duck season, it seems like the birds respond well to that teal call. Um I had a time last year where we were hunting that opening day of early teal season. We're sitting there, me and another guy in the marsh, and uh, just hanging out hunting. I think I done shot five. He done shot three or four. And this group of teal come, and they buzzed us. I mean, it was it was, it was pretty sweet to see how, see how they buzzed us right over the top of our heads in this little blind we're sitting in. And uh, they wouldn't respond to the teal call, and they got out about as far as you could see them, and they was way up in the air by this point, and I was still hammering on them with this teal call. Well, I got one of my mallard calls out and just fucking hell called my little heart out, 
and I watched them birds turn and they turn and come all the way back and they got probably 150 yards away and they dropped real low the grass and the water. They come back and made one pass and then they come back and landed in the decoys. Um, they were, seemed like early teal are very responsive to calls, especially that first opening weekend. And even after that, you know, if you call at them, they're going to be responsive. Um, you know, it's just one of them things. I love early teal season. I love duck hunting. I love chasing ducks, dude. I don't know what it is. I just love that shit. Uh, the other day, there's a little... The other day, me and my old lady was at Walmart, and I seen where they were selling do-rags, you know. Told my old lady, I said, hell, I ought to get me one of them and wear it opening day. Shoot a limited teal and take pictures with a do-rag or something. That might be pretty fucking funny. But anyway, she didn't think that was as funny as I did. I thought that shit was hilarious. I'm standing there talking about this, crying, laughing. And uh, she didn't really think it was all that funny. So, anyways, the probably the last point that I'm going to get into on this podcast here is, you know, when you duck hunting, you, you hear a lot of folks talk about wind, which... When you when you when you hunting for big ducks, I feel like it's a lot more pertinent to pay attention to the wind than it is when you're in early teal season, because then teal's gonna come cutting through there, 900 mile an hour. It don't matter, mock Jesus, whatever you want to call it, and they gonna come through there buzzing. You know, um, last year it seemed like it didn't matter how the wind was blowing early teal season. It seemed like that one hole that I was hunting pretty well the whole time. They wanted in that hole. There was food in that hole for them. I said there was crawdads, there was mosquitoes, there was all kinds of shit. There was smart weed. They wanted in that hole. Um, so I think with early teal, you don't got to worry as much about the wind as you do with your big ducks, like your mallards, your pintails, even your wood ducks. But as long as you find a hole with water and that has birds in it or has food in it, you're probably going to find birds in early teal season. Unless you're down south somewhere, like I said... I know a lot of them birds down there, it seems like they're there one day and they go on the next. I'll tell you, that last that last year I hunted early teal season in Alabama, I went out and found a group of 30-something birds the day before opening day. Well, opening day comes, we saw two teal all day. We hunted from, I mean, fuck, we was out there throwing decoys at 3.45 in the morning, but that don't matter. We hunted from pretty well shooting light until 10, 11 o'clock. We saw two teal. We saw several wood ducks. We saw two teal. So just be leery of that wherever you're hunting at. If you're hunting down south, you know, you might have to do a lot more work than you are as opposed to hunting somewhere in the Midwest, somewhere further north. Because um, like I say, it seemed like we got birds last year and they hung around. They hung around, they hung around, they hung around, you know. Like I say, just be leery. Uh, watch your birds. Keep an eye on your birds, you know which I'm sure it's different for everybody everywhere. I hunted with a fella down in uh, Louisiana a couple years ago that he was sending me pictures two weeks out of just groups of teal buzzing across the marsh doing what teal do, you know. And uh, then I think that opening day or that morning we went out there, we only ended up killing two. We had several groups come in and work us. They just didn't want no part of us. So, like I say, I know it's different everywhere you hunt. Um... Don't really worry about the wind when you're teal hunting. At least I don't, like I say. Uh, as long as you where them birds want to be, then you're going to do pretty good. If there's food there, great. If there's water there, even better. You know, like I say, if you have one, you probably have the other. You're probably going to have birds. 
But the biggest thing whenever you're scouting for any duck, I don't care if it's teal, I don't care if it's wood duck, guide wall, divers, whatever. The biggest thing you want to look for, or at least that I want to look for, is are there birds here when I'm scouting? If there's birds here, there's a good chance that I'm going to hunt that hole. If not, I'm going to have a plan B and at least a plan C. Uh, there have been a few times where I've gone to hunt somewhere and I can't get in there for whatever reason because there's too many people hunting in or somebody else is hunting the spot that I want to hunt. Always have at least a plan B, you know. Always find your birds. Always have a plan B. If you're hunting somewhere, if you, I learned this my first season, two seasons, duck hunting, all right? If you're going out there and you're scouting and you ain't finding birds, you're wasting fucking time. You know, don't fucking go out there, scout, and think, oh, fuck, there ain't no birds here, but it looks good and ducky. Let me come back and hunt tomorrow. If you ain't finding birds, don't go back and hunt that hole. I made that mistake too many times, driving two and a half, three hours just to hunt somewhere. And I drive all that way, and I'd, I'd scout, and I'd scout, and I'd scout, and I just wouldn't find no fucking birds. And I'd say, well, I done drove all this way, you know. I might as well come back tomorrow and at least try. Ten out of ten times, you're not going to kill ducks doing that. You got to find your birds. You got to find your water. You got to find your food. But most importantly, like I say, you got to find your birds. Um, that's pretty much it. You know, I uh, just want to say, go to combatwaterfowl.com. Check out all the cool swag they got over there. I think we just did a hat and a decal restock. Go over there and check that shit out. It's a lot of good shit. And be on the lookout. We're coming out with some with some more cool shit here in the coming weeks, coming months. Uh, be ready for that fall drop. I know it's got to be coming here soon, folks. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it's coming. Um, Y'all also check out uh, Dirty Duck Coffee. Like I say, that's how I like to start my day. Especially during duck season. Ain't nothing like a nice hot cup of coffee to get you through the morning. Um, and then also y'all check out... Uh, oh, fuck. Anyways, y'all check out CombatWaterfowl.com. And then check out Dirty Duck Coffee. I'm telling you. Two of the best brands you're going to have. You're going to find. Uh, some of the best people you're going to find. I know Jay over there at Dirty Duck. He's a really good guy. Robert over there at Combat Waterfowl and several of them other guys are really great guys. You know, I know some of my best friends through Combat Waterfowl. Um, Y'all go check them out. If you, you go check them out, buy you some sweet swag off CombatWaterfowl.com. Use code JSnyder, all caps, uh, at checkout. Get you a nice little discount. Uh, that's pretty well going to do it for me for this episode here. I hope y'all enjoy this shit. I hope you keep listening. Y'all subscribe, give me some downloads. I don't even know if that's what it's called, subscribing. Anyways, y'all save this podcast or whatever to your queue. Uh, give me some downloads. Let's get the word out here about this podcast. I got good things coming here in the next couple weeks. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all come on back now, you hear?